It is Saturday, September 26, 2020, and this is episode 106 of the World of Sports Podcast and Radio Show, short episode edition. Saturday episode of the World of Sports Podcast and Radio Show Short Episode Edition. I'm Zach Rubenstein. Uh, I decided to take a night off, but I did miss a lot of news that came out on Thursday. Um, and that news is the Pac-12 is back. Now, I have suspected this would happen for a bit once the Big Ten announced they were going to come back for football. The Pac-12 was going to follow. Um, there's actually two stories the Pac-12 made news with. The first was that they were back for football which was the big news. The state of California has agreed to allow them of the ability to practice, which allowed them to officially come back. The other news was that the Pac-12 announced that they were going to uh, play basketball in the full regular season. Um, there's going to be a little bit of a uh, change for that. Basketball is now going to be, there's going to be no fans, um, but the season will start November 25th when they were supposed to. Uh, which is big news, and I do think one has to do with another. But let's talk about football because that's the big deal. Um, and to be honest, not everything is solved yet. But here's what we know. The Pac-12 on Thursday, the CEOs and the presidents of the schools came together and voted to bring the sport back. Now, at least most of the schools, I don't know if any, will have fans. Um, but they're going to start they're going to start this process uh, soon. They're going to start playing on November 6th. Now, to be honest, the the big part of this is when they would start and a little bit of when they would end. And here's why. The reason, the problem with the the starting of this has been in the fact that the Pac-12 needed to get everybody on the same page. So there were were two options. There was, we'll stagger the start, and when you're ready, you play, or we all play at the same time. Now, the reason that, that, that you lean towards or you much, much prefer to play at the same time is that you have even competition. And by that, you mean that everyone got the same training camp. They all got the same time in the weight room. For the most part, the players have been using it on and off now. You got um, everyone at the same level of experience, and you should have everyone at the same health level. So one of the scenarios that could be a problem is if a team starts after another, they may, of course, not have the experience. So one team may be just, you know, better and more congealed with more chemistry, but they may have more injuries. Um, and so if you're not playing somebody at full strength, that's not fair either. So however you cut it, that is the news. Um, that was the two options I guess the Pac-12 had. And there was news of both. Um, the, the problem with starting was Stanford because almost every school was back with their athletes. They, they couldn't necessarily practice and they weren't. Um, California had restrictions on how many players could practice, but they were at least able to have everyone there. And all the coaches had been seeing players or at least, you know, knowing they existed with the exception of Stanford. Um, I talked about this earlier last week, um, but Stanford did not have their athletes on campus um, and would require them to have a five day quarantine. And it takes about six weeks to get ready for the games. So the problem for everyone, so everyone else could start, let's say Monday, which is when they might, which is when they probably would have, but Stanford couldn't because they still needed 
you know, two or three days to get everybody back and another five days to quarantine. So you're looking at a full week where you need to take. And so Stanford, will pro- they'll probably not practice this week, probably start next week, or they might start light practice this week. But either way, they've figured out the process to at least now come back uh, and include Stanford. So they're all going to start at the same time. Everyone's going to be on the same page, which is huge um, because it allows, you know, everyone to be on the, it be, uh, be at the same competition level. Now, the one of the major concerns of coming back, in addition to you know getting everyone on the same page, was the medicals, uh, keeping everybody safe. Now, the schools testing, the different schools have been doing their testing for the past you know, month or so. The kids have been back, but it's and not every school is back. By the way, I don't think Stanford is. Um, uh, well, Stanford isn't back. That was part of the other problem was that they didn't want necessarily to have students not be on campus, but have athletes. I don't think USC has either has their students on campus other than athletes. But to be honest, these players want to play, and so that's not really a problem. Um, it's been, you know, stuff with 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 testing. Um, I think I talked about a couple of weeks ago, maybe three now, that the Pac-12 had had a possible deal. I believe that's now been confirmed with a lab in San Diego, um, and they're going to do daily antigen testing and then PCR testing once a week, which is pretty good testing protocols that's that's the testing that that really catches cases um and so to be honest they're gonna do a they're doing testing that's up there with professional sports the nba and the nhl and the mlb um and the nfl so so while those other sports may be doing um you know pcr testing twice a week and, and antigen testing the rest or stuff like that they're gonna do it once a week which should catch the majority of the cases and stop the spreading um so that's very good they had announced, and I guess they'll be doing this all with that lab out of San Diego. Now, there's also a little bit of a time constraint for the end of the season. And here's why. Every other sport, or every other conference, I should say, will be done by the end of December or so. Um, normally, they usually finish the first week of December. This, week, this year, they obviously wouldn't, but every other conference was going to be done by the end of September or by the end of December, and then I think December nineteenth is the selection for the bowl games um, and championship games and the playoff. And you have to be if you want your conference to be in the playoff, you have to be done, which has caused a little bit of a problem for the Pac twelve because they weren't done if they if they needed more than I don't know twelve weeks or so or ten like they got to the point that if if you start your season in mid November, you're not going to be done in time. Um, so you have a, you know, you're the last day you can possibly start is early November and they pushed it to that point. They're going to start November 6th and that's going to be, um, pretty much it. I mean, they're not going to play that many weeks. They're going to play five opponents in its division. So everyone around you, um, plus a divisional crossover game and that's it. And so they're going to not play that many games. I don't know if it'll affect their standing, um, there is a you know a, an athletic you know component to this in terms of the playoff. Um, the only team from the Pac-12 that I think will probably have a chance will be Oregon, but maybe USC also. The question is, you know, will they have a number of wins? Will they have the right number of wins? Will will they be penalized by the committee for not playing enough games? Uh, that's for another episode and one that I don't think we can talk about until the season gets started um, and we see what happens with everybody else. But for now, that's kind of a, ta- a thought. They're going to get their championship game in December 18th. So they will have their championship in time. Uh, I guess the Big Ten's going to get a couple of extra weeks on them. Um, the Pac-12, you know, will be obviously the end of the line with the least number of games. 
The SEC starts uh, today, actually. Um, the Big Ten started a couple weeks ago. The Big 12 started a couple weeks ago. So, or the, sorry, the Big the Big 12, the ACC started a couple weeks ago. Uh, and the, Yeah, so there have been already a couple conferences that have gotten uh, going. The other interesting part to this was that the Mountain West decided they would go, and the MAC decided they would also go. So yesterday the MAC announced they would play. Mountain West decided, I think, also on Thursday. Um, the MAC was one of the first conferences to cancel, but there, I think, with the other power, all Power Fives back, they really feel like they have to. And the Mountain West has been kind of waiting on the Pac-12. I think they've been decided that they're going to kind of follow in their steps. And with the Pac-12 announcing that they're coming back, um, I think that the Mountain West was able to get something similar or get, you know, what they needed. Um, and so they are also back. So that's cool. It, it's good. I'm happy they're back. But the the big, you know, part of this has been the Pac-12. Now, here's the other part to this that I think is important. And maybe the most important. I brought this up before. It's actually the, the leading driver of this has not been money. I've talked about this on a few episodes. The Pac-12 doesn't make them nearly the money that other conferences do because of when they play in terms of television rights. But the key is the Pac-12 does make money in basketball, and they have a substantial interest in playing a regular and uh, college basketball season and an NCAA tournament, but at the very least, a regular college basketball season. They make a lot of money off college basketball. People don't stay up to watch college football all the time, especially when they start at 11 o'clock on the East Coast. But they started basketball at 10 o'clock on the East Coast or earlier. And people on the East Coast watch it because they they care about March Madness, some of them. There's a lot more interest. The games are shorter. The teams are generally better. You have, you can use, in some years, you can have three top 10 teams in the Pac-12 between U of A, uh, Oregon, and UCLA. And so this stuff matters to the Pac-12 in terms of their financial budget, the way football doesn't. And the and if Pac-12 hoops are going to start November 25th, it's hard to have a scenario in which you're playing basketball but not football. And again, I talked about the buffer of when basketball or when base football has to end by, and you have to get enough weeks to even play a season. So if you count kind of backwards, the Pac-12 had to kind of get its stuff together quickly and decide to play. And it took a lot of lobbying, you know, of, of local governments and city governments. And, and it, this was not easy, but they did it. And they got it done. Um, and to be honest, the the real win for the Pac-12, well, the football's nice and that's great and all. The win will come November 25th when the Pac-12 hoops start. And and I'm a Pac-12 you know fan more in basketball than I am in football. My team is usually really good and I think will hopefully be ranked to begin the year this year. But that's also I think important. Um, and a very important element to this is the is the basketball component. Now, what about the one school that made things a little complicated on Thursday. I don't know how many people know this, but Colorado was in a situation where while everyone else was starting to repeal the restrictions, Colorado was starting to put them on. Um, it turns out that when you bring a bunch of college students back during COVID, they're not going to listen to the rules and they're going to start spreading it. U of A is, is, I think, out of their first wave or so, but Colorado's just entering theirs. And so they have put the city in an effort to stop you know the spread of this has put a ban on any gatherings of any size for any reason for two weeks. And I talked about getting everyone back for Stanford. You can't start if Colorado's not ready. So I don't actually know the total plan with Colorado. And I think they're still trying to figure it out. They may have gotten approval to play anyway. 
But there was some talk on Thursday that maybe the Pac-12 season wouldn't be able to continue for two weeks or would have to get pushed back or try to make something work because of Colorado and their situation. And so I think that's been an interesting aspect to this that has not been talked about a ton. And that is the Colorado situation. Now, I think it's more possible. I've seen the the reports that they may leave and go to a different county um, where the rules don't exist. I don't know if this is just in the city of Boulder or the whole county, but there's talk that they would go to Denver and play there. um, Or there's another county in between, I guess, called Bloomfield. They may go there. So I don't know what their plan is. But for now, they're going to proceed as though that is not an impeding factor in what they're doing. Now, there is a lot of money that does come into the Pac-12. I want to say this before I get out of here. It's not like the Pac-12 playing football is a loss or break-even. It, it is important. They do make money off of it. Certain schools more than others. Utah had to, had to furlough its entire athletic department because of it. So this will help. And obviously Utah is going to start having to bring some people back. Um, there is one other thing I wanted to talk about, though. And that is there's not only one fall sport. Football is not the only sport to play. But there are the ones that make money. Um, there are there are a lot of schools, most of them in fact, that make all of their money for the entire sports year off of two sports, football and basketball. They make a lot off of football, a little bit off of basketball. They break even if they're lucky in softball and baseball, and everything else is a losing venture. Everything else costs money. So they make the they use the earnings off of football and basketball. Sometimes basketball, by the way, is just a break-even sport. But they use those money off of those sports to cover the cost of the others. And with all that in mind, I think that the Pac-12 has been less likely to try to bring back some of their, their other fall sports. And in fact, they announced that they would continue to probably some, I think Utah was the first, but it sounds like they're going to bring those all back in the spring, which is interesting. Um, there is some, you know, there was some conversation about what would it be like if you make players play two seasons of a sport in a year, spring, and then they come back and play in the fall again. I don't know. Uh, to be honest, it's not that big of a deal without football. They'll probably just make athletes do it, unfortunately. Um, but football was the big sport. Hearing basketball's coming back is big. So Pac-12 was big in the news. Um, it's nice to see the other conferences are coming back. Uh, and I will talk to you tomorrow for a Sunday episode of the World of Sports Podcast and Radio Show Short Episode Edition.